This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh yeah, Billionaire Weekend continues. Hour two of the Lori and Julia show. We might not be back next week because we might be splitting a billion, $1.4 billion three ways. We promised us to Except show up Julia on Monday. Julia and I have contracts. We do. Okay. Yeah. Well, so we'll be back for sure. Yeah, we I, I might be back not. I don't sure. have a contract. <laughs> right, exactly. If I'm a billionaire by, you know, Monday, we might not Sunday see morning, you. yeah, mm-hmm. you might not see me. Okay. But let's have some fun on our last day of being non-billionaires. Yeah, of course. Let's <laughs> do let's it. Let's party with the people. <laughs> That's right. Julia will do the math and tell you how long you can live on it. In case you're just joining us, the two lotteries this weekend add up to like $1.4 billion. So. We're taking it home. Yeah. Yeah. It's like All basically right. what Mackenzie Phillips got in her divorce from Bezos. And she's given away so much money. No and just like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That would be the thing. I would love that. Yeah. I would just love that. I was starting to tell you my plan about the musicians and the actors and the in the restaurants in the community that we want to just give right, all the money to. Right. Okay. To so this is kind of a cool story. This was on um GMA this morning and uh, I thought about oh, should we talk about the Army Hammer? I thought no, there's gonna be more stuff breaking later today. It'll be old news by this afternoon. Yeah. And sure enough, because they did have cover happened. it. I was shocked that they covered Army Hammer, Cannibalism and Sex, BDSM Sex, it's 740 this morning. Yeah, I think it's because of the LA Times. There's been some other verified reporting, and also he has given several interviews in the past. He famously gave a Playboy interview about how he's into kinky yep. bondage and that, and then he backtracked on, backtracked on it. So anyway, but I just thought by this afternoon there will be more stories and there have been more stories, so I just thought we won't we'll play keep it that. Fresh. We'll keep it fresh. But this is kind of a cool story. So if you're thinking, uh, you know, how how they are vaccinating people, like if you're in rural areas or you're in a metro area like us, what's happening? Well, what about Alaska? Mm-hmm. You know, and we've seen this in like... Um, I feel like Charles Corral like- did reports on this, and we've had we've seen stories like this in the Star Tribune or Pioneer Press about the Northwest angle, where you've got people that live in these kind of they're so remote. How does well, everything social have to distance them? by nature? By nature. So here are some healthcare heroes. Okay. It's a story. state of Alaska, healthcare workers are battling sub-zero temperatures with just a few hours of daylight each day. They venture into rugged territory, even doing home visits necessary to vaccinate village elders. They are true healthcare heroes, practitioners across Alaska flying to remote villages to vaccinate elders against COVID-19 and braving deadly conditions to do it. Based in Kotzebue, Alaska, 33 miles north of the Arctic Circle, this all-female team, a doctor, two nurses, and a pharmacist, 
board a bush plane. They're flying with the vaccine in hand to small villages of just 200 people, largely cut off from the rest of the world. If the teams didn't make these trips, some of the people would have no way to get the vaccine. Once they land, villagers drive out to them on snowmobiles. The women load up in a sled and are pulled the rest of the way into the village. In one day, this team traveled hundreds of miles, vaccinating 65 people. In the past month, various teams have made about 30 of these trips, all part of the commitment these healthcare professionals make to service rural villagers who will not be forgotten. Now, these women are part of a healthcare team dedicated to servicing 11 villages in northern Alaska. They do so year round with a smile on their face. And you guys, I've thought that maybe I've had a challenging day at work. I'm going to go ahead and walk that back after talking to these women. And in the video, you see them, they get off these tiny planes, little planes, and, and then, and there's the snowmobilers, and then they get into like a sled that probably is, you know, used for mushing or something at another time. And then off they go. It made me think of Northern Exposure mm-hmm. because basically everybody had snowmobiles yep. and walked and then pickup trucks out to their. Remember that show? Yes, that was I a good did. show. That was a good show. Anyway, so that's just kind of a good story today. And then this was, I know Holly had told us yesterday about Post Malone donating his. Croc footwear that he yes. did in partnership with and that sold out immediately. He had, the, he's done two of them. Yeah. Collabs with Crocs. So he, his Crocs, the 10,000 that he donated, so they were being held for like some, like they were going to be in gift bags at the Grammys. Okay. And they were, and Post Malone was like, hell no. I want to do something else, like when he found, you know, found out about right, what they right. were going to be for. And so he was the one who was like, I, I, they're so comfortable. Why aren't we giving them to people who are on their feet? Right. So that's that's where they came up with it. They were going to be like in the grand. Oh, I didn't know bags. that that was what they were holding bad. These and maybe other, yeah. maybe it was for a couple other sure. award shows, you know, because that's just exactly the kind of, you know, thing that they when they're when they're dividing up their numbers of inventory yeah. do you have somewhere that you need to be right now no why because okay. you look you're very busy over there but busy not engaging with petit moi no i i was just i uh-huh. was just gonna i was trying <laughs> julia confess everybody's listening we need to know you sounded distracted Rocco, there's nothing more <laughs> terrible when your little partner in crime, who's right across the way from you, I can't look at the man wall. I need to look at you. What is it going to be like for you when you can only look at me and no man wall? You're it's g- going to be only, jarring. Well, all I've been able to do is look at you and three pictures yeah. for 20 years, it feels like. You at least get to see a window in, in Rocco. No, I, I'm going to miss... Um, all of it. All of the bare chests. I'm going to miss the faint outline of Paul Newman's stop manliness. It, stop, I'm going to miss stop. Denzel Washington peering so pensively at me. Taylor Kitsch giving me sexy. You know what happened five years ago? Today? <laughs> what? Celine Dion's Renee that passed away. And so she had a sweet tribute to him that he, we always know you're watching over us. I can't believe it's been, it's five, been five years, years already. Years. I know it. She's probably. We're never going to hear her about dating anybody. No. At all. No. 
She's got those boys. She She's was gonna with be... him since she was like 13, even yeah. though that wasn't, he was his, her manager till she was 15. Sounds creepy when you say but it that it, way. But it is creepy. Yeah. I mean, because they met when they were really, really, really young. But um, She was really, really she young. She was really young. And so she just says it's the death of his fifth anniversary. There's not one day it's that... It's the death of <laughs> You're so lady to focus. Where are you today? I need to know right now where you are. Have you left the building? But you here you're here in body. I am. Is there anything you want to share with the group? No, okay. I have nothing to share. Well, then collect yourself because you've got random focusing thoughts. Focusing is really hard right now. Wow. Yeah, I, your eyes are rolling back in your head, and I can attest to that. The focusing is difficult, people, right now. We'll be back. She's going to bring it together for random thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now... Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, people. Here we are. Happy hat day. Happy <laughs> hat day? You're wondering what to celebrate. Okay. That's today. Hey, there's a um, a new article in the Star Tribune about air travel with some of the new COVID restrictions that I just want to give people a heads up on. And it's a new rule that's going to be in effect January 26th. And what it is, is if you are in traveling internationally before you can come back into the United States, even if you're a U.S. citizen from most international destination, you will need to have a COVID test. So if you are going somewhere, if you're going to Mexico for a week, 72 hours before you come back, you need to take a COVID test and then you're going to need to check in in Mexico at the airport there with your COVID results. Kind of like what you're experiencing, Lori, because you're going to Hawaii. Right. That you have to take a test and present it at the Seattle airport 72 hours before you get to Hawaii. Right. This is going to be something the airlines are working with the popular hotels and the destinations to figure out how to do it. Sun Country is. I know Delta is. They know it's the right thing to do, but they're working on the protocol. So it's just a heads up that it's something to think about and ask your travel agent so that yes. you're prepared. And they, right. they'll be able to help you. So that's in the Star Tribune today. Um, I would just be worried about being in Mexico trying to get my COVID test. They're working, well, they're yeah. working with the hotels and they're working with... They're, the airlines is trying to get everything okay. in place. Yeah, You know, they're working behind the scenes to make sure... Okay. It, but it's the right thing to do, they say, too, yeah. you know. Um, okay, here's here's a mouthful, okay? A spotted animal can have a striped tail, but a striped animal can never have a spotted tail. That's, that's going to be a big one. So a zebra can have a spotted tail, but a leopard can't, can't have, have a striped it. tail. Exactly. Are, are there any other striped or spotted animals? That's about the only ones I was thinking of. Okay. And that was very, very good. That was good of you to thank you to be able to figure I'm paying that out. Attention. Thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm, that one well, Lori's, I'm engaged. Okay, I'm thank engaged. you. Because Lori yells at me when I'm not engaged. I knew you glossed over. You're putting hand lotion on. You're bored. Julia, guess what's that, funny today? A stripe in a in a that's pot a tongue mark t- or whatever you talked about. I don't know. It's a tongue twister. It's just random. That's it's all it is. I know. He's I know. got cheeky implants. Okay, so <laughs> guess what's twenty years old today? Um, all the songs that came out in 2001. <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia. Oh. 
It was founded on the Web 1.0 era in the early aughts when incumbents like Yahoo were still working out how to best achieve the Internet's endless information. Google was still an obscure startup at the time. The site that would become Wikipedia Wikipedia was called Bomas, and it decided to try to tackle the puzzle of allowing users to contribute wikis. So, and now Wikipedia is a major hub on the internet ecosystem. It's the 13th most popular website ahead of Netflix and Reddit. And its articles are viewed more than 20 billion times per month. Wikipedia's reputation is much shinier than those of other internet platforms because it doesn't take ad revenue. Right. Like I, you Facebook know what I gave and Google. Wikipedia money so have this I. year. So have I. In 2020, Because they asked for it. Yeah, they, they asked said for to it. Keep and it. there are no ads and no. stuff. And I just said, oh, I'd give them 50 no. bucks. He, CEO Jimmy Wales credits Wikipedia's nonprofit structure for preventing a descent into viral misinformation. Mm-hmm. Originally, you could go and change the information really yeah, quickly. Yeah, I remember that. But they stopped that. And they said um, Wikipedia's revenue comes from grants and user donations, mm-hmm. not advertising and investors expecting explosive growth. Right. So it is. So and I, we all rely on Wikipedia. Totally. And it's 20 day. And I've had also Caliandro, the comedian. Yeah. I looked at his oh, Wikipedia. Frank page. Calindo. Frank Caliandro. But that was so long ago. That was early days. But I'm days. saying early days of Wikipedia, it was misinformation. Julia, you went so deep. You don't, you're not supposed to go into page three and then bring up something obscure to some comedian about something he supposedly did. Who can remember last week? Well, he couldn't, and he called so me on So what was the it. fact that you called him? Oh, he who said, even knows? It was so it, bad. She, he told me, you are the most awkward meaning <laughs> of something that meets something, of blonde meets stupid. Yeah. I mean, basically... We have re- a, a button there somewhere There is a button somewhere in the... Okay. You are the most awkward combination of... Bad information and you being went deep. Yeah, but that is like super accurate. You should have applauded him for that. Well, right. Now yeah. I think it is. <laughs> right. No, I At thought we time. just burst out laughing. We did yeah. burst out laughing, Lori, but he was in studio. Yes, he was. He was in studio. He was a good impression, did He's good impressions hysterical, of people. but I had some horrible information on him and he just called me out that on it. That was way down. Like you, I know, but I I remember you were like, Lord, I've done a deep dive. I've got all this research. (laughs) Oh Oh, my gosh. I wish I could remember. I know. Maybe he'll find the Frank Calindo button. You, you could find that, Rocco. I will look for that. Yeah. Good call. It's under there. So Disneyland is ending its annual Passover holder program. Because nobody's buying it. (laughs) Yeah, that's like a great idea. And now they decided to refund customers. Yeah. Okay. That's happening. Um, Nobody's get- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP podcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And that's like, you know, you're like a ski pass. Like, that would be a bummer for a lot of people buying a ski pass. I know a lot of people who have bought a ski pass, even because... If you can go during the week or something, too. No, if you buy the Epic one, which includes Afton Alps, but Vail and that, I mean, it's like 200 bucks to ski at Vail a day. So if if you're going for four days, it pays for your ski pass, kind of. Yeah, I know. I just don't know anyone going to skiing. Conor McGregor, the UFC fighter, Mm -hmm. uh, he bought a $2 million watch. That has a little door. This would be something to Google. We can't put it on our website or anything today, but I did look it up. Mm-hmm. It's like a Rolex with diamonds, but it has a little door that opens up to reveal a robotic guy having sex with a woman. It's just nasty, dirty, but it's out there. If you want to see something wrong and nasty, dirty today, that's Conor McGregor. $2 million for a watch that has a peephole. Ah. <laughs> what? Okay, so I was looking no. for Frank Caliendo. Did you what? find that? No. What? Okay, so I missed that people aren't going skiing and then there's a dirty No, Connor McGregor, pole? just Google his $2 million watch that he bought. Okay. It's unbelievable. Good news. Good news. Willie Nelson got his COVID. Oh, shot. good. That is yes, good and news. he wants everyone to know he didn't go to the front of the line. He didn't cut anybody off. He's 87 years old. He has a lung condition called COPD meaning he can't breathe very well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no doubt he's at high risk. Um, but his wife, Annie, made, they made it clear to Rolling Stone that we didn't cut up anybody. Yeah. We waited our turn in line. Um, in fact, the health care workers were so angry. We waited so long. Oh, yeah, I know it. I mean, he's a damn national treasure. I know he is. I know. I wouldn't even have minded if he jumped the line, but he would never do that. He would never do that at all. Um, other things that are happening, Laureen, the last word in the Oxford English Dictionary is Z-Z-Va. Spell it. Z-Y-Z-Z-Y-V-A, but it has the phonetical spelling. What does it mean? It's a type of tropical weevil in South America. And what is a weevil? I don't know. It's the- a beetle. Oh, yeah, oh, and there's a, there's that Elva song. You mean and you evil, a like little old bo weevil? Yeah, that's right. Da, 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 little sister. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that's, that, all, that's why I know a weevil, weevil. is a long snouted. No, a weevil is it's like a, a little bug. A it's little a beetle, beetle known for their elongated snouts. Who? Which you need a micro, or one of those magnifying glasses to see, I think. You absolutely do. Did you find what you were looking for, Rocco? I never did. I looked up Frank. I looked up Caliendo. All I'll have right, to call Donna fine. or something. Okay, so it, when you hear a new delivery truck in your area, it's not the ice cream truck. It's going to be the Amazon delivery vans are going to make alien-style sounds because they're electric. Next year when they roll through your neighborhood. Ooh, yeah. Weird. Very weird to drop off your packages, but they want people to know that they're coming. Because you know you can't hear electric cars. Yeah. Like a Prius. This is going to be their, they're going to have a sound. That okay. used to be your problem. Remember you drive through the I would. My Talk parking lot and scare, no, scare Dave the, Dahl and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Everybody, because you can't hear the Roomba. me. <laughs> <laughs> but that makes more noise than a, my right. Prius. All right, what do we got, Ali? Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. It has been a wild week. Uh, we were all off every day, at least one day, what day it was. I, 
Not least. today. I'm Not ready. today. We knew today. It's kind of funny that everyone knows when it's Friday. Yeah, yeah. I know it. Okay, so just a little update in yeah. um, on Wild Styles. Our, oh, Harry Styles and Olivia uh, Wilde. Yeah. Okay, so, what do we know? Where have they been holding hands and wearing each other's jewelry? Well, you know, I just... Um, the whole, you know, hoo-ha over basically that, you know, there was a... A timeline issue between Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde as to when they were broken up. And she apparently, in her mind, broke up with him in July, but didn't really break up with him until she'd she'd already (laughs) fallen into the arms of Harry Styles. So, anyway, um, uh, maybe one of Harry's friends, maybe it was something, but uh, someone has gone to the Daily Mail and said this about Harry Styles, um, that it's being perceived as a bit of a mess among their the inner circle of Harry Styles, okay. uh, with someone saying Harry probably wasn't aware that they broke up in November 2020, because she probably told him, oh, we've been broken up since July. Okay. When they started and, filming and Don't Worry Darling in September. And she's his director. She's his director. The movie is done, but it was a it Blurry was a lines everywhere, though. Blurry lines everywhere. Mm-hmm. Very, very messy. Yep. And um, uh, another source uh, had told The Sun, this was reported yesterday, that this seemed like it was very Hollywood at first, but it's a bit of a mess. And what actually went on looks very dif- different, depending on who you ask. It is understood that Olivia told Harry she was already single when they met, which, of course, we know. Mm-hmm. And those close to the situation say Harry is blameless and really wishes his name wasn't being... I Dragged through the mud. I would, I'd be bummed. I don't think he thinks it's think dragged he... through the mud. But, you know, like Harry Styles, watching him, I mean, he's been famous since he was 19. He's 26. He's given enough interviews. I mean, the um, Vogue interview where, you know, he... The interview itself was, I felt like I got to know him after I read that Vogue interview. And he's a very kind and sweet guy. And he's not in the drama. No. He just, he just, because he knows his fan base is mostly young, young girls. Like us. Yeah, like us, Julia. And um, anyway, so it's just not really, it's just messy as hell, this whole Yeah, you know what sucks for me? I don't really care that much usually yeah. about celebrities. But I like both Jason Sudeikis and yes. Harry Styles. And I've, you know, it's like, oh, I feel bad because well, they're both likable guys. Well, and- you're right about that. Here's the thing. But we, do people you- have to lie about when. You broke up with somebody like in your mind, in your heart, you know, when the breakup is. But sometimes the, the it's not delivered to the other person in the relationship in a timely manner, that, in a timely that, manner because you're chicken. The, yes. Or or whatever. You're hoping you're not going to have to deal with this right. or you think it's just going to be this fling and it's not going to matter. So people lie to themselves all the time. Olivia Wilde is the one who is really. She's she did this with her first husband. She's the one. She's a little bit messy. And she just maybe her publicist is saying you got to have this be blurry. People don't want to be honest about the breakup. Well, well especially when she's hurting someone. 
And, and but more, she's worried about herself looking like the bad guy. Okay. Nobody ever wants to be the bad guy. Sometimes you just got to own up being to the bad guy, the bad gal, whatever. You know, I love it always that Angelina never apologized for her stupid part in the Brad and and Jennifer Aniston broke breakup because obviously something was up with those two. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because there are other marriages that survive white hot heat of a brief romance. And we will give you Dominic West. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, this you know, summer's regular people, though, yeah. will have that where somebody just yeah. goes crazy for a, someone briefly and then they go back. Yeah, I know, yeah. So I know quite a few couples, actually, that yes, that's happened to and they happen. find their way back to each other. And, you know, so I just think that Olivia and her mind, we always knew. So anyway, he is blameless in the triangle. And I do think this will probably be done so. Um, maybe by March, maybe okay. it'll be a slow drag out because of the pandemic. Maybe when they get their vaccines. Yeah, whatever. They can hang out with other people. Right, they can broaden right. their circle. Maybe people are just hanging out because they don't want to get COVID. Yeah, exactly. They're in well, that circle. Yeah. So anyway, they were safe on the movie set because they were having amazing chemistry and they were getting COVID tested all the time. So sure. who better to date than somebody that's on your damn set? Right. right. Okay. All right. So. It is so funny how we can work this into being okay. Well, well better to date while you're while you're dating and living with someone else than someone on your that's set. Because you're getting COVID tests all the time. Why not? Well, I, I mean, I'm not... What a perfect escape and getaway for 2020. We are not validating the... I don't... Listen, people are going to cheat and lie and all of that kind of stuff in relationships. We can't save the world, Jules. All we can do is just Hollywood speak for Talk people. And we knew when Olivia Wilde said that they, when they broke up in November and said they'd broken up in January, no one believed that yeah. for a second because... There were pictures that showed them together as late as June. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, do you know the director, David O. Russell? Yes. He did 12 Years a Slave, didn't he? No. You're thinking of... David O. Willio. No, I think... Well, he's the actor. You're mm-hmm. thinking of Steve McQueen, the director, David O. Russell, the well, director. what did he do? Jennifer Lawrence did a lot oh, of movies. Silver did- Bur- Blinding's Playbook and Joy and those. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay. he has a new movie. This is being reported by Deadline. Okay. Okay. We don't know what the movie is called or really what it's about, but... Listen to who's in it. Okay. Okay, Rocco, I want you to listen to who's in okay. it, too. Robert De Niro, Timothy Oliphant. Oh, our boyfriend. Michael oh. Shannon, okay. Boardwalk Empire. Yep. Chris Rock, mm. Anya Taylor-Joy, Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit. Andrea Riseborough. I don't know her. You would if you saw her. Matthias Schoenarts. We've looked him up before. Yeah. He's hotter than hot. Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, John David Washington, Rami Malek, and Zoe Saldana. What is the movie? We don't know what the movie is, but he's David O. Russell's been nominated for Oscar five times, but I don't know that I've ever seen that many names together. Together, uh, you know, and no one really knows anything, you know, like. What it's going to be about? They've started shooting, blah blah blah. But well, that's that's an interesting lineup of people. Yeah, you know what? I whenever I think of his name, I think about him. He did I Heart Huckabees, and he got yeah. in that fight with Lily Tomlin that went viral. Do you remember oh. that? Yes, he apparently is. You know, a very 
I don't know, um, prickly, yeah. prickly person. Ooh. Prickly person and Jennifer Lawrence was his muse. They were like in three movies together. Was she too. the one that he she went out with him? Is he the older dude that? Yes. Oh, icky, icky. I don't like this but, guy. Anyway, like so many people All are right. in this movie. Okay, and then did you ever remember seeing that movie Matilda? I loved it, Matilda. Yes, and it's a stage yes, production. I feel like I children's theater. It. Yes. Emma Thompson has love been Emma Thompson. cast as evil Mrs. Trunchball, even though that is always, at least on stage, that have been played by men. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so she's going to play the... Well, she was in that funny one with the lady with the wart on her nose. Nanny. Nanny McPhee. Mm-hmm. I love Evan Thompson. She brings joy. Yes. Remember but, the sweet, when she played um, PJ, the mm-hmm. Mary Poppins writer, um... In the movie, sweet movie with Tom Hanks. Oh, Saving Mr. Banks. Saving Mr. Banks. Such a good movie. She is a delightful woman. Remember when we met her and she had on her tennis shoes and someone told her, our friend Ryan told her to come down and say hi to us at the end of the red carpet. She's a neat lady. Yes, she is. She's true. Yeah. And she's funny and doesn't take herself too seriously. And you know, she wore a fat suit in Love Actually. Oh, she was so good. But remember she had kind of a, you know. um, She's a, she's a. Fuller figure. Yeah, she's a, a delightful woman. Mm-hmm. So anyway, people are like kind of excited like about that. this. So they're making that movie. I want to know if you think um, um, Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas, if they're on the rocks. Well, we haven't seen them in photos for a while, mm-hmm. but um, I'm going to say no. Well, the honeymoon phase is over because they've been dating a year and a half. Okay. Just saying, you know. Well, and I think COVID's honeymoon phase sped up everything because you're with each other 24 freaking 7 because there's nothing else to do. So for anyone who met during COVID, yeah. I feel like the honeymoon stage even was shorter. Well, then, and then people were pandemic dating. Mm-hmm. End of times kind of thing. It's the end of the times <laughs> as we know it. Okay. And, and that meant you just globbed on and hung on. Is yeah. that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Johnny Depp is uh, apparently begging uh, Tim Burton to cast him to play Gomez in the Adams Family movie. Oh, he'd be very good at that. He would be very, he'd be very good, good at, at that. that. But it, unless he, I bet, I wish Tim Burton would say, if you drop your case, you're in. Yeah, well, apparently he, I mean, he is, I would say, Johnny Depp's like muse, muse director. Totally, totally, but I'm sorry. The, probably the the um, studio won't get behind it unless they can. He's got to stop what he's doing. Yeah, he would be a good mm-hmm. Gomez. Got me. I just thought that was like so. Like I just couldn't believe that people did that. Like I always like thought that would be the, the height of gro- a grown up. I wanted somebody to kiss, kiss up your arm, kiss my arm, and call me Calamia. I mean, you know, when you're little, you don't know what's going on. I just remember Mister It and the thing and da 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 da. That was a time to learn how to snap. It really was. Cousin it. Mm-hmm. Cousin, Cousin it. it. What I call him? Mr. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Who cares? I yeah. know. I just. I'm six. Every I time I see either. one, you know, I'm, I I try to find my inner Donnie. And every time I hear one that I know. Yeah. I'm glad. <laughs> I'll just pipe up. In. Yeah. Jo- you got it. You got it. Yeah. I'm glad. Rocco, did you, you were probably too young when that series was on. Uh, the Adams Family, like yeah. in real time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but the reruns. Yeah. And the pinball machine from the 90s yes. is one of the best. Yes, <laughs> yes. All right, listen, we come back. 
We're going to Hollywood speak. We're going to Hollywood speak. Uh, well, beauty standards, then a let me out of jail plea. So what are you trying to say? Hollywood. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? All right. So let's Hollywood speak. Let's start with Kelly Clarkson. Okay. So Please. she, um, Jennifer Love Hewitt was on her show yesterday. Bodies of Wonderland. And you know who else was on was Rex Chapman, who's a very fun, oh. funny follow on uh, Twitter. She had him on for his story. But one of the things she said to Jennifer Love Hewitt was basically, um, I'm paraphrasing, but she basically said to her, you know, you don't, you probably don't remember this, but, um, and but it was like we were at some kind of an award show, and she said, and you ran up to me, and I think it was when it, we were down to the final three of American Idol, and she said, and people were just like, people were so mean to us on the red carpet, yeah. and everyone would, they didn't want to talk to us, or they were very dismissive because remember first year of a talent show, and she said, and um, so that celebrities were really mean. She said. And you came up to me and you said, I'm really rooting for you. And you t- and and she told her, you know, keep all the people you love close to you because that's what it's going to end, end up being about because this is going to be intense for you. And she said you were just nice in a sea of mean. Isn't that nice? Because it really, when you think about it, when um, she made that awful movie with that other guy. Preston yeah, Greeny. Greeny. I think that's lovely. I think I, I got to be honest. You remember good stuff that people tell you more. You want to remember it more than negative. Cause I remember when I, we first started our show, we had someone who doesn't work here anymore who said a heinous thing to mm-hmm. us, you know, to, you know, right. And right, we right. had people who were just our champions who, I mean, we were no, we had no experience. There were so many other people that were more qualified for our job. Right, and right, probably right. still are today. But, but, you know. Julia, did those had, people make the whole world talk about nipples? No, they did not. No, but it was amazing because we really had kind people and kindness yes. does win out. And I believe that because she was just a talent show winner. Yeah. yeah she, and she didn't come up as a oh, struggling here's the, musician. Here's the quote. She said, yeah, um, she said, People were just like really mean to us because we're from a talent show and it was the first season. Like everyone was so rude to us on the carpet at the show. It was just a horrible experience. And they probably had to perform or give out an award and knowing that everyone thinks they're just these. It was kind of the beginning of reality TV and it was was a new way. It was a new way to get exposure, even though Star Search with Ed McMahon had been around forever. Here's what I take it to mean. Hollywood, really, when they say it's like high school. Yeah. It is like high school. There's like a whole pecking order. I feel like Jennifer Love Hewitt would be a kind person. Yeah. Now. Okay. I do. I, I, Julia, I do too. Mm-hmm. Um, Brie Larson. This is an interview from W Magazine. It's just a flat out spawn con for her new beauty contract with this Japanese beauty brand. Okay. And she was in Room, right? Wasn't that her? Room and Captain. Captain. Um, she's uh, not, uh, she's Marvel, you know. She's the, one of those. Okay. She's, uh, what is her? She was I don't watch one. those. I don't know. Oh, she was really good in it. Right. You know, she's a superhero, whichever one I can't think of. Universe. Right Captain hmm. Universe. No, we're getting it all mixed up. Brie Larson was... Okay, I'm back. Which, who are you talking about? Who's Brie Larson? What was her oh. character? Was she not Captain America? Because that's the other guy, Chris Evans. Oh, yeah, it was... Um, Can't remember. But uh, I saw the movie and Cap- I liked it. Captain Marvel. Is that her name in the... 
I think so. Is I don't it? watch any of that stuff. Yeah. But I think I am going to watch that one that they're talking about now on the Disney Plus. Wonderlust? No, the one about... God, we're terrible right now. Yeah. Um, it's a new show. I know. It's, it's the Marvel... Uh, yeah. It's like Wonder Something. Okay, can we get back yes. to yes, Hollywood right. speak yes. and just... The WandaVision. WandaVision. I'm going to oh, give that, that one a shot terrible. for you guys. All right, tell you us tell us. us. Okay. It, so we don't have it to. Okay. It looks terrible. Well, you're the only one with Disney. We don't care about those shows. Okay. Okay. okay, so so she's doing a spawn con. She's the face of a Japanese brand in W Magazine. Because I always think of Brie Larson. I've heard her speak about, you know, pay equity. Yes. I always think of her as being like, you know, a, a person. We've seen her come back she's in lovely. the SAG Award room. Yeah. But anyway, so this interview, and maybe because it's like a spawn con interview, she was not, she was like asleep at the wheel. Sure. But W Magazine asked her, what she would say to young women having a hard time trying to keep up with standards of beauty. And she says, I don't believe that there is a st- beauty standard. Well, okay. Well, you know, well, maybe she's saying beauty looks different to everybody. And don't, but then why don't, don't you say that? Well, because she was lazy. Yeah. She, she was really sleeping was. and she was interviewed from across the world. That's about as tone deaf as they come. Yeah. No, she wasn't interviewed across the world. This is W Magazine. Well, maybe she was in Japan doing her new skincare line for this company at the time. No. That's a tone deaf stand. That's a tone deaf thing to say totally. All right. Just because we know that we have. Uh, you know, black and brown women across the board saying, hey, I feel marginalized that there's yes. just this one Western beauty standard. And here she is, you know, this Doing blonde an Asian woman. Line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All just right, okay, right. Brie, do better next time. All right, I'm giving he, you a break, though, Brie. Okay, Liam Neeson, this is what he has to say because people love seeing him out there kicking some trust sex trafficker's ass and acting all manly and gruff in his movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's been a strange father killing people to save his kidnapped daughter. Mm -hmm. What movie? Taken. Taken. He's been an alcoholic kicking ass on a plane. He's been framed to hijack. Mm -hmm. Nonstop. He's been a suicidal divorcee whose lone mission is to kill the cartel who murdered his son via an overdose. Cold pursuit. Mm -hmm. On and on. So he's got another one out called The Range. No, it's called The Marksman. Okay. I'm talking about his range. And anyway, he told Entertainment Tonight, um, I'm 68 and a half, 69 this year. There's a couple more I'm going to do this year, and then that's probably going to be it. Is he saying? Don't give up. Yeah, don't. He's saying he's going to rom- romantic comedies after this. He's not giving up. He's just saying maybe that it takes a physical toll and it might not be as believable. So there's a different genre. I'm going to get into a little bit more character acting. Mm. He's a great actor. I guess he's thinking, he told E.T. also when I watched this interview, he's thinking about reprising his role as Zeus from Clash of the Titans, which I flip and love that movie. You know, Harry Hamlin. I didn't know Liam Neeson was in that. He played Zeus. Okay. He did? No. I've never seen that. In the 1981? Not, not the, maybe the 1981, maybe it was the re- the okay. redo that they did, which I didn't see because I was so okay. So you've never seen and, him as Zeus. Uh, yeah. You're just pretending you know him as Zeus. Right yeah. Now. Well, he would be a good Zeus. Okay, I can see him in totally his sandals. Well, he could theoretically have been in the 1980 I, version. I, I don't think so. I think uh, the in 1980 Zeus was like Laurence Olivier. Oh, is that I, it was? Thank yeah. you, Rocco. Because okay. I could see him in sandals. So of yeah. course he could play. 
<laughs> I mean, that is excellent casting yeah. right here. Why don't you? Why don't you send that out Hollywood in a tweet? That. You want to see him in like a, a robe that might accidentally sandal? I'm ready for right. Liam Neeson right. to get in the I sword and sandal. I double dare you to send that out to a casting director. Ah, Julia, I'm gonna. Well, you right. Zeus is always right. old, though. It's always played we'll by an older guy. You're right. The 2010 Clash of the Titans. He was Zeus, which was not even a good movie. But that okay, 1981 so was one was—I like that one. Did you like that one? Oh yeah, yeah when did. I was a kid, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, the original the Titans, yeah, Zoo, yes. Medusa, oh, so good. Medusa and the Kraken, Harry Hamlin, yeah. Unleash the Kraken, classic sword and sandal, Ursula Andress, Burgess they, Meredith. They had a, they baby, had a baby together. together. They had a, a relationship, Harry Hamlin and Ursula. Mm, how can you blame them? Yeah, I know, and I can't. I can't. All right, listen, we'll be back. <laughs>